fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has the football. Yeah. Coffin now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. It is no fluke. It is a fact. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Super Bowl 56. Welcome back. Once again, it is part of the punctuation. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, joined as always by my sidekicks. The self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall, and Jeff Howell. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Jeff, you're you're on you're on vacation, so we do appreciate you. We do appreciate you after your five week vacation from the show for making time for us on your vacation. You know, I try. It's a, it's a I nice do have a question place. though. When you when you go somewhere, be it your your parents' house. Your, I don't know, cousin's house. If you're making spaghetti, um, do you use a spaghetti fork? Like one spaghetti, like a, it goes, it's like a spaghetti spoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pasta, uh, pa- yeah, you know, yeah, you're supposed uh, to use like this. Like this, like this deal, right? Yeah, this a place claw. For a spaghetti as, claw. For as awesome as this place is, doesn't have one. No spaghetti claw. I didn't know you had to bring your own spaghetti claw to your Airbnb. I didn't know that either. Apparently, it's going to be something I need to start packing. I mean, you should send I a message to the Airbnb person. I've also never made spaghetti at an Airbnb, but you know, I mean, one time I, we had got, Airbnb. The, the, kid, the kids are the kids are here. The wife is here. Like we are, we're doing the full the full you know court press here on this one. And so, like dinners were planned out in advance. Uh, this is spaghetti night. Look, I have not gone on a vacation. As a uh, parent, or or as a bonus dad, yeah. So yeah, bet, yep. There there are things that will change in my life, um, but you know it, it's uh these these. I've got a whole tip. I've got a whole tip book. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> it makes things a lot easier. The greatest sure. day of your vacationing time is when you don't have to pack a pack and play anymore. This is true. This Airbnb or has a has a pack and play. Uh, in the in the closet in the master bedroom area, that they're like, hey, use it if you need it. I'm like, well, you know, my kids don't need it. My kids are all on the uh, the second floor of this place in one of the bedrooms watching, uh, I think, Pokemon episodes. Nice until well, like three o'clock. Until like three o'clock in the morning. The countdown for the baby is less than a month, so just saying. Well, get ready, buddy. So you bags might... under the eyes. Yeah. You, you may have pack and play. Uh, I don't know. If you don't, I have one for sale. Well, I don't know that we'll need a pack and play right away. Like you just do the the bassinet stuff. Sure. For a while, right? I, sure. We we rocked it. We rocked up uh, with our with a pack and play that had like a a little like bassinet attachment on the top. Yeah. I put I it right next. To, I put it right next to me while I played Xbox uh, on the night shift. And hold the baby in the arms while you're playing Xbox. That's what I did. That's how I beat Grand Theft Auto. Hi Christina, thanks for watching. No, they gotta they gotta sleep they gotta sleep uh 
they gotta sleep next to me while I'm trying to beat you know Gears of War one through a hundred. Oh, I saw Christina was on a staycation, uh, and she's posting like pictures of herself double fisting while everybody went to the bathroom. So lies. Yeah. She also she also won a gold uh, Skyline gift card. I saw that she won the for uh, for her dad joke on Father's Day. She won a, a gift card from Skyline through uh, Mo Egger. I'm not well trained yet, so give me give me some time. I'll, I'll get there. All right. Um, so where where you guys want to start tonight? Because we got a lot of topics that we've discussed that we want to talk about. Um, but but where out of the out of the things that I brought up, where where we where we want to start? Can we not start with the rats? I, I would rather. Uh, I was not about start. to say. I was going to say you want to launch right in, knock the reds. Red slash baseball stuff out of the way. Well, do we have an update for <laughs> the kids? What kids? Jeff. What? Your your little league? Is there an update? Oh, uh, no. I mean, we were we you know we we had a, a hard fought game over the weekend uh, on Saturday right before we left for this trip and. Uh, we uh, we did fall uh, two to nothing. Um, kids had a great season. You know, runners runners up in the uh, runners up in the regular season. Runners up in the uh, in the tournament to the same team. Well, you uh, said you, were, you you said you were worried about a Rollis Chapman. So, yeah, I'm telling you what, this kid, uh, lefty, mullet. You, I mean, you, and, and has like a real life uh, big kid wind up. Squished down in a nine-year-old body, can't beat it. Uh, he was he was throwing you know gas, and our kids made contact a few times, but uh, they they do have good defenses. I guess this team's been together for like three years. So I talked to their coach. He was a very intense individual, uh, much like uh, uh, was it uh, Vader time that guy? Woo! You know what I'm talking about from uh, like Boy Meets World slash also uh, WWF back in the Vader. day. Intense like that guy kind of looked like Ed, uh, but a lot, uh, a lot more intimidating, a lot bigger in all the ways. No, no, no. I mean, the guy, the, the head coach of this team that we played. Oh, I thought you meant I mean, he had really, I guess, the only thing he had in common with Ed was a beard that was uh, red. Also, though, he was more intimidating. Ed looks like a cuddly teddy bear, he, he is actually, he is. So. But yeah, it was a great. I mean, they 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 played well. It, it you know we didn't get blown out. Um, they didn't make a bunch of errors or screw anything up. They they just flat got beat. And uh, but it's the best baseball season that their schools had since like '92. Okay. Um, so yeah, and uh, you know we'll see what next year holds. I can't wait for that. Maybe update. we'll maybe maybe we'll update on that that story later. Um. Oh, there. That does. Big Van Vader. I mean, all right. It might be, you know, his cousin or something. Ed, Ed's got a lot of those. Cousins? Oh, I do have a lot of cousins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do want to talk more baseball before we steer off the topic of baseball. Okay. But I don't want to talk current Reds. I wanted to talk about. Right. That's what I was getting at. Let's okay. start there. Good. Roll good. In. Oh yeah, yeah. We talked about those reds. So I wanted to talk about what happened with the Mariners game. Good gracious! 
and Jesse Winker and Raisel Iglesias. And there was even a, an Eugenio Suarez who, who I, I don't think he looks good with this new hairstyle. I think he should continue to shave the sides. Whatever he's got going on right now is it's big. I think it's the only way that I can describe it. Ooh, not good. Uh, with Travis Barker. Yep, that's not baseball. Just saying, breaking news, he's been rushed to the hospital. Some of us caught that on the Twitter feed before we started the show. Some of us were. It was breaking news. Like, it just <laughs> happened. You weren't working. You weren't. Nope. Just yeah. saying. Give it, give it the time. So, Wink- the Blue Ridge Mountains. <laughs> Winker, Winker uh, got, got himself into a... Uh, I don't even know. It was more than a skirmish. It was a lot more than a skirmish. Was, it was, was it, I would call it, it, was would a, call it a fight. Couple. Was it was it a full Donnybrook? It might be. I mean, I here's here's the thing: is like I would like him and Rysel just like let's put like a, a small ring maybe in the middle. Well, so you you saw why Rysel Iglesias through the sunflower seeds, right? Rysel was upset because he got ejected for no yeah. reason. Correct. So I just. <laughs> So I just saw I just saw like clips of it. And it I had nothing it was, to do with Jesse Winker. Although when they like, got I don't remember. Up, I think Jesse Winker tried to go back onto the field, and they were like, "No, no, it's nothing." He's like, "Oh, okay." I, I just saw like somebody, and I, it might have been in one of our group, like one of our group Twitter DM. I, I don't remember, um, but I just saw like different clips and like Ed, one was like Russell like, yes like going nuts and then one was him like chucking sunflower seeds and somebody was like oh I want some sunflower seeds and then one was like Jesse Winker uh giving the double birds to the crowd and yep. Ed said it was like that uh that Castellini was still in like attendance or something I guess and so like that's why he did it like I remember saying that yeah. um pretty certain you did this is this is going to be where Dude, that, the YouTube video gets that, taken down. What a launch! Yeah, yeah, yeah pro- probably. I mean, that, it's okay though. I mean, Amaro. It's that, a perfect that throw. Is a, that is a great toss of sunflower seeds. He didn't. He then went back into the booth and threw out a bunch of bubble gum. He did do that as well. Oh, and then, see, you can't like. I, and then the, it, the it, angels, the angels players, all were picking up the bubble gum off the field. Sticking some I of their pockets. Pick up the bubble gum off the field, like. So I guess the whole situation stems back to about what a week ago, ten days ago, something like that, um, to where one of the Mariners were were hit in a uh, was hit in the head. Upton was hit in the head by an Angels player. Yes. And so the Mariners brushed back Mike Trout the night before the skirmish. The the I, d- I definitely don't want to use the word dust up, um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, um, Trout got brushed back with some 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 chin music, and then all hell kind of broke loose the next day when the Angels went ahead and just started plunking Mariners. Um, they, they even put in a an opener to do it. Who was yeah, the- that was a crazy part too, right? Because you knew it was going to happen when mm-hmm. they called up like this kid who's never started, never started in Major League, and he's like. Hey, you're up, bud. So then Winker gets hit, and then, of course, there's a giant fight, and it was one where there's a pause, and then they fight again, which yeah. you got to love those. So so, did, so Winker got ejected after he got plunked from yes. the fight going on. 
from the he fight. He got ejected correct. from the fight, yes. Did they did they immediately eject the Angels pitcher? No. No. Which was but he was ejected, of, yes. Part of so, why he's so that's part part of why of very, what? very upset. Yes. So then the then the fight starts. Then he gets so, kicked wait, out. Wait. Then the little girl that went to see Going Joey back Votto to last year that hang got on, hang on. Before we get we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll definitely get to that. But before Winker got hit, the batter before Winker gets hit, and so they they issued warnings to both sides immediately, to which the Mariners like, what did we even do? Right? So then Winker gets. Well, I mean, hit. that's the standard. That's the standard yeah. response whenever that's there's double. When there's when there's double, like. Yep. So, like, well, we didn't do anything. No. Well, something happened to start this. So, like, yeah, that's why both sides are getting warned. Right. Yeah. So, so that's when Winker gets hit, and then he's pissed, and then all hell breaks loose. He gives double birds, gets ejected, and all of that. Um. But then, yes, the little girl crying who went to the Joey Votto game where Joey Votto was ejected last year, to which he issued an apology, said it would never happen again, although we did see a little freak out earlier last week where yeah, yeah. somebody told somebody, <laughs> somebody told Joey Votto that Jesus loved him and he was not Jesus here for Jesus loves you! Fuck! Uh, um, whoa, Ed. I mean, That's what he said. Fun. I thought it was fun. Per the report from John Boy, he said. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, what he said. Yeah. I got the uh, audio for that one, too. So, of course you do. Go ahead. Why I don't have it right now. Go oh, ahead. Oh, all right. Um, so, yeah, the little girl's crying. She, she, Joey gets ejected last year as she was going to a game over, I believe it was San Diego, um, where, yeah, where he gets ejected and she's crying. Joey sends her a baseball signed. I'm sorry, I got ejected, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, same thing happens this year where she's there to see Suarez and Winker. She's crying again, and she gets a signed baseball from Winker. So I saw a take today by um, the the user was at Drew Stubmuffin, and the take was basically, uh, at what point do you stop posting pictures? of your daughter crying at these games and like trying to get the sympathy from the team that you're going to see. Mm. It does feel like that, doesn't it? That, that that's a garbage take because the picture was posted and then immediately there was a follow-up tweet from the same account that said, she needs nothing. She's okay. Now Like, don't like, there doesn't need to be anything done. I mean, do you really even need to post a picture of your kid crying, though, on social it, media? It, Maybe in context it, it, because you've been to two games over on the West Coast. Because it, so the, Reds the first or, one, or X-Reds. Right? So the first one, like, you don't know, right, that it's going to, like, take off your account. Probably Her account probably had zero followers at the time. Right? If I recall, when I clicked on it back then, like, there weren't a lot of followers. Um so you post it, it ends up going viral to the point like the Reds see it, whatever, like Joey signs the thing. So now you've got followers and you've got followers that are, are Reds-based followers. Sure. So then you go to yet another game. You take your kid to another game uh, where you know they want to go see Winker and Suarez because they're playing um, and – Maybe the 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 dog I and mean, the the kid was still wearing Reds gear, like 
to her, she's just going to see some of her like some of her players that she became a Reds fan, and not they the were Angels Reds hat. at the time. Not the Angels hat. Did she have an Angels hat on? I thought there was like some. I thought there was some Reds gear going on. Maybe, some, maybe somewhere sure. I'm there. not sure. I don't recall, but there was I, know, a, I know it was a, definitely an Angels hat. Okay, so you're so you're there, right? Sure. And it happens Anaheim. again. Like it happens again. It's not like it's not like she's following the Reds around like all the time to everywhere they're playing, and is like. Like it, it's kind of it's a funny thing. It's oh like, yeah, hey, she has the Fourth of July Angels hat on. Like I'm here to see, I'm here to see this this player again, like a different player, but same reason. And again, they get ejected in what the first inning? Again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, so to me. Go ahead and post it. And then she says specifically, like, don't send – and they're like, no, like, Jesse wants to send something up. Like, that's a different thing. Jesse's not – they didn't guilt – they didn't say, like, she didn't tweet, like, oh, my God, like, I was here to see Jesse Wigger. He didn't get a play. Like, send me tickets. She just said, like, oh, my God, you wouldn't guess it happened again. And then she was like, hey, my kid is okay. She's fine. Like, she understands this is what happens in baseball, like, whatever. And then they still send it. Like, that's okay. Like, don't get mad because your home team sucks, and so you want to go like have a shit take. Sorry. <laughs> <Where did>, we... <laughs> Man, <laughs> our team does suck. Um, my favorite story to come out of all of this, though, moving topics. Unless you had anything on that, Ed. Well, I mean, I got the Joey Votto, the Joey Votto video. There's no sound. No audio. Really? No Excellent. sound? No. F. All right. Fun. Let's go move on, Aaron. Um, what happened so the there? Uh, you're the self-proclaimed best producer in the city. I don't know. Uh, you probably have to hit unmute. But um, Interesting. the funniest story to come out of this whole episode in Anaheim, or were they in Seattle? I'm not even sure at this point. They were in Anaheim. That's what I thought. Um, was the the pizza that was delivered to Jesse Winker. Yeah. Somebody sent him a pizza in the, in the yeah, clubhouse, right? Yeah. The tail's way out. And they were... Yeah, we got it that time. Solid context. Could, uh, so. <laughs> could have given us heads up so we weren't talking over the original audio. Well, I got it working, so. Good, good job. Yay me. But, like I said, hit on mute. <laughs> Um, but the yeah, the the funniest story was the pizza that was sent to, to Jesse Winker and the coverage of the pizza from the delivery driver for Uber Eats or whatever delivery it was for Summer and Jean, I think was his name. Um, um where, yeah, I can't pronounce that name. Uh, or or something along that line. Summer and Jeet. There it is. But a ton of money was made for this guy and his family because he delivered a pepperoni pizza. My favorite inter- interaction in this whole thing was where he said, sorry, it's going to be a little late. It's really hard to find parking. It's crowded here. <laughs> the pizza has been delivered. I'm sorry for the delay. Actually, it's busy and hard to find parking. Yeah, it's a baseball game, bro. Um, but... That whole thing was so fantastic that she just. So is it? Who's this Sophie person? Is she a? Is she just a fan? Person? Just, just a fan? Random. 
that wanted to send Jesse Winker a pizza because he was in the clubhouse because he got ejected. So she but sent is him. She, a pizza. But is she a Mariners fan or is she an Angels if, fan? Yeah, she's a Mariners fan. She's a, a, a Mariners Jesse Winker fan. Yeah. But good on her. The whole situation was hysterical. Absolutely. I want to know how much Simron Jeet got uh, Venmo and cash. Out. I want to know that answer too because he apparently also donated some of what he was given to him to St. Jude's. Even better. So he had to. I mean, Even it went viral, better. so he he probably had like money. Oh yeah, they okay. So she okay, two thousand people liked his Venmo like ID. So he, I mean, he probably got a little bit of money. Pull up the picture of him and his family, Ed. Is there a just picture of him and his family? Yeah, oh, yeah, right here. Profile picture. Um, but just you nice gotta be happy for for the the family that they ended up with a situation where you go to work that day, you're driving. I've done it for for Uber and Lyft. Like you have no idea where that day is gonna take you, literally. And all of a sudden, he's he he donated five hundred dollars to five hundred dollar donation to St. Jude. That's fantastic. What a dude! What a dude! Just a just a fantastic interaction where she just sent Jesse Winker a pizza. He gets hella tips and got it to his cash app and everything worked out well in the world for one moment in time in a week that was shit for a whole lot of reasons. Did, so, did, uh, did, did Jesse Winker like acknowledge that he received a pizza? Yes. Oh yeah. He, yeah. There's a, yeah. he, he sent her a message um, somewhere in the, in the interaction. Um, that's not the one. That's, that's not the one. That's no, Sim- that's not the that's, one. That's Simranji. Um, but yeah, he, he said he, he sent her a Twitter DM saying, I got it. And yeah, I think that's the one. Your internet connection. Of course, this is the one that takes forever. <laughs> so figure out the pizza. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. So there it is. For whatever reason, C. Trent was tweeting about this because um, you know he doesn't. The C. Trent tweet goes away. I, I I don't blame him for not wanting to cover probably. the Reds. I mean, probably probably though, like I mean, he's probably got contact info with. Uh, he's probably got contact info with with Jesse Winker, so he could you know find out if the pizza was good. I, or well, may, or, that was what he, he said. Was, probably, he, that was what he oh, said. Was, I, I want to try Mountain Mike's pizza. There it is, right there. I've confirmed that Jesse not only did not only did Jesse uh, Winker get the pizza, Winker, he said that was, there is no. I L. said Winker. Mm. I'm not. I'm not doing this tonight. Mm. I'm not doing this tonight. Mm. You, you can't over there with the crappy internet connection inside the cabin. Can't do that. You don't know what you heard. I don't, my my picture my picture looks a lot clearer than yours. Your so. picture is the only grainy one right now, Ed. It's not grainy on my side, so that's great. Of course it's not. It's, it's on your it's camera. It's all bad. Your camera. <laughs> anyway. Um, my, my, my MacBook and AirPods setup is uh, rocking your full computer. Oh, it's getting grainy. He's, he's on a Nokia right now. <laughs> Are you playing Snake? Are you playing Snake right now? Right? Hey, I'm not going to lie. I have like six gigabytes of memory left on this on this uh, hard drive, so or That's six gigabytes of storage. Oh, I know. I bought a terabyte. It's upstairs. I just got to figure out how to install it. You are you are 16 bit right now, bud. Not on my side. My side's coming out crystal clear. Yeah, but 
Jeff's clear. Ooh, it so. does show a low connection on my side right now. This yeah. is unstable. Yeah, there it is. Um, so I guess I, I guess there's there's nothing else to cover in this particular instance of former Reds. We can talk about new Reds that didn't used to be Reds that are Reds now. You're talking about Tommy Pham? I am. And the Pham shirts in San Francisco? Yeah. What a troll <laughs> move, right? What a troll move. And Look, I guess we, there's been, like the Reds, good. There's been some reports that Tommy Pham is not liked in the clubhouse. People are trying to say that. And to me, I saw plenty of guys on the field that seemed to like Tommy Pham. And I know yeah. at least four right here in this picture. I know late night Reds tried to say that Tommy Pham shouldn't say not even all of late night Reds. It was Carlos that tried to say that, you know, you, you can't talk bad about the bullpen, um, the arms in general, whatever the case may be, whether it was true, even, whether it was true or not. I, I didn't even think he was talking poorly about him. No, nah, we I, talked about that last week. He, he wasn't talking poorly Jeff, about him at all. Jeff wasn't here yet at that point in time when we oh, did talk okay. about that. So I did want to bring it up again, but just – I mean, I, I, I touched on – I know we texted about it back and forth. Like, yeah. I, I, I get it that it's kind of like one of those things like – and obviously Carlos has like a – he so he has a different – obviously a different uh, uh, viewpoint on it, sure. right, and a, different exp- and a different experience. Yeah. He's, so he's been he, in he, – Absolutely he has. He's been in – he's been in, in that okay. situation – at a higher level than what than Any what we would, I pitched in beer league softball. Okay, not the same. Uh, so <laughs> i i get I get Close. that anything that we would think or say about it, like he has a different perspective on. Um, as a fan, I I didn't see really anything wrong with how he came at it, and like even as like somebody like okay, like a college athlete, like. I, I didn't see anything wrong with well, it there. I, he played at a much higher level. And let's um, be real, but like let's preface this with saying none of us are afraid to be critical of anybody wearing the Reds wishbone seat. No. This just didn't nah. seem to be an instance where criticism was garnered, I guess. Yeah, I, I thought that he just kind of – I mean, to me it was more of a – when we talked about it when it happened um, – I just kind of thought it was maybe more of like uh, somebody saying, "Like, look, they they are good. They've they've done well. Uh, they've had some mistakes. I see, I see their the potential that they could reach. Um, and, and so that that's where I'm. That that's where I, I saw it. Was, yeah, I got somebody saying, do. "Hey, they they've they've done well." They have had some issues. I think he even mentioned they that they have got... a high ce- they have a high ceiling. So let's not say this is it. And let's I think say... he, I think he mentioned that they need to work on secondary pitches, which that's a fair criticism of anyone in that bullpen that is under the age of Lapierre. I mean, I think he 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 was even he was even talking about like the the starting pitchers, right? He even he even spoke about the starting pitchers, and, and I. I think well, that shit, at that point, seen, Mally, Mally was still struggling at that point, right? And I think we've all seen that they have the potential. They have 
you know, the ability, maybe some of them are, are still working to get to the maximum of that. Right. Is that not like, to, to me, I feel like that's, to me, I feel like what I said, I said, I said, Pierda, it was Piedra. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greg. Like, I, I feel like that's something that you can do. Um, now it, I guess, is there uh, some unwritten rule that that's not something that's said to the media and not blasted out to the public? I don't know. I, it's Piedra. I, I haven't been there. Uh, Piedra. So because I already said it wrong and then apologized for saying it wrong and then corrected it thanks to your brother. It's what, what is Piedra? It's it's Spanish, and it actually means stone. Yeah, I don't get it. That's fine. I mean, you've seen Major League, right? Sometimes sometimes people say words for different things. Or it just means the rock. Ooh. The one that holds down the rotation. If you smell! Ooh, that was a wasted opportunity on the... Uh, la, 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 la. It was wasted. Where'd Jeff go? Uh, he just put in the private chat. Be right back. So that's how that oh. works. See that. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I I thought that the t- the shirts were a fantastic touch, and I, I thought it was hilarious that in San Francisco after the after the uh, full full hand slap to Jock Peterson, their very next series against the Giants, after we all know what we know about their fantasy football league, uh, they they all wore the the fam, which that shirt was made specifically after the slap because it was like the Batman wham or bam or whatever the word is uh, from the old um, comics and even the old Batman show where they would do pow! Like the... the Cincy shirts, I believe. Probably. Um so I don't know. It was it was fun that they did that. Um, I, the the Reds didn't do terribly in San Francisco on that series, as they took. I know they at least took the last one. Um, they took two of three. So fair enough against a team that has a winning record. And at the end of the day, two of three on the West Coast. Against a team with a winning record, I guess that's really all you can ask for from this team. Because <laughs> this team yeah. is struggling. They are actually winning right now two to zero. They are the top of six, which is surprising to me. But agreed. Oh, so, in. who as the as as your brother kind of already alluded to in the chat? Who do you think is traded? as the trade deadline is quickly approaching. Where did he say that in the chat? Uh, happy second to last La Piedra day. Oh, gotcha. Everyone expects him to be traded. Um, I mean, th- I think there's going to be a couple of trades. It's going to be great. Could be the very last time that we see Luis Castillo tonight. Yep. It could be the very last time we see Luis Castillo in five days from now last time we see or 
coming to the last time we see Tommy Pham. Tyler Malley. Tyler Malley. Kyle Farmer. Nick Senzel. Brandon Drury. Who else you got? Bob Castellini. Nope. He's oh, we can't trade him? He's not going anywhere. Oh, we're not allowed to trade him. Okay. Sorry. No, we, we, we tried that once upon a time with the Brown family, and they held real firm. But as Chad alluded to, um, I, I want to say he brought it up on one of the nightcaps, actually. Um, but he was saying that um, the Castellini ownership group only has 21%, I believe. Yeah, it's, of, it's very small. Of the ownership, which means there is 79% that can get them out of here. But they they own the most out of all of the owners. Okay, but the yeah, other owners own the most compared to the Castellinis. If they can band together, yeah, absolutely. Do you think there could be a coup, Jeff? Of the other owners, against... 79% against 21%. Because we've talked about this. We talked about this just last week, that the only way that you bring fans back is to at least get rid of Phil. But if you can bandy together and get Bob and Phil out, I mean, you got to find the, the thing. The thing with that is you have to find somebody gonna, to buy the buy them out. If you're going to throw a coup, like you've got to pony up the money for the other what, twenty one percent. Yep. But to me, that says the rest of the ownership is okay with everything going on because they're still making money, even though they're trying to say they aren't. And the other thing is, what they're all minority owners, right? Like they don't, none of them own enough to like. Correct. They don't own a majority share. Correct. So if you own very little, but you have to get everyone on board. But that very little is giving you a return back and you don't have to do anything. Or at least not shit on the fans. Are you going to rock that boat? Yeah. Get them out of here. Time out. Time out though, Aaron. It's called a hostile takeover. I saw it on Bar you, Rescue. You, you are. Let's say you you are just happy to be able to say that you help own, like you you're part owner of a major league team, right? And and you own very little. Like I don't know how it's like cut up, but I know that obviously the rest of the people don't own a majority share, right? And you have to do nothing. You literally wake up in the morning and look at your portfolio and it grows a little bit. Like you get a check in the mail. I don't know how that works. Like you get a check in the mail quarterly, maybe. It says like so I'm sure it's, it's wire transferred. It, it's probably not every two weeks like a normal job, but maybe quarterly you get a little check uh, in your bank account uh, that drops in and it's like, you know, Cincinnati Reds money. And you're like, oh, bet. Cool. Thanks. Appreciate that. Are you going to rock that boat? Like you're still making money. Maybe you don't care if the Reds are any good or not. Like you, maybe you didn't grow up here. I don't know who all the owners are, so like I can't speak to that. But even if even if you do have some like whatever, like your name's not the one getting blasted out there. Your bank account is the one that's growing. I got. Do you care? Do you care? You looked up the names, Ed. Yeah. What you got? Read them them off. 
Put them, um, put them in, in the article? atmosphere here. So this article is from April. Do it like uh, everybody's got... doing the Supreme Court right now. Read off the names of the people who are guilty of this Reds team. W. Joseph Williams Jr. What is he? He's also a former investor in the Baltimore Orioles and the St. Louis Cardinals. Can you can you see what, so that, what the... dude, that dude really doesn't care? He came with the Castellines. He's, he's, he's a North baseball American team properties. Um, Thomas L. Williams, who I guess is part of him, uh, Lender Baseball, uh, Frank Coheen. Um, oh, he's part of the Luis Nippert Trust. Is that Nippert Stadium? Possibly. Yes, clearly the the Linders and the Nipperts are are part of this ownership group. William which, J. Which, which means that even if you don't have a large percentage. You have a large name. There's there's Chad, the Williams family, aka Dick Williams. Yeah, that's what it said in here. I was gonna reread that, but I will I'll skip over that now. Um William J. Reick, who uh, is married to ex-wife of former Reds general manager Jim Bowden. Um Old bye Leather bye. Pants. Old Leather Pants, yeah. <laughs> uh, bye bye baseball LLC. Um, yeah, bye bye baseball from Cincinnati. Rick Steiner wasn't he one of the Steiner boys from wrestling? Uh, EMK, uh, Larry Shakely, uh, Shakely Insurance. This is this is slowly turning into a 60 seconds of Ed AEW recap Reds ownership style. I want to go back to bye bye baseball LLC. Yeah, that's John Sada. Is it B? Is it is it B B U I B U I B U I. Instead of BYE. Yeah. Uh, so that's gross, first and foremost. And second, did that come, did, did that LLC get developed before or after John Sadak was here saying bye bye baseball? I, I imagine it was probably before. Well, Which, I, I think, that mean? I think he's saying like bye bye baseball. And this is like, correct. Bye bye baseball. But I want to know. What came first, John Sadak saying that? John, John Sadak saying that, or the LLC? Because if Sadak got that from the LLC, I'm not sure That's how I feel about Sadak right now. Anyways, uh, Larry Shakely, who's also an Maybe owner of FC Cincinnati, get him on the show and ask him about it. I'm very curious. Shout out Larry Shakely, um, Jeff Weiler. Shout out Larry Shakely only because he employs your brother. Oh, he used to employ my brother. Well. Tomatoes, um, Harry Fath, owner of Fath Properties, um, J- Jeffrey L. Glendell, CEO of IES Holdings, Edwin J. Rigard, Moses, the former Procter and Gamble executive, Edwin, um, Edwin J. Mayhall. No, that's not me. Um, HKR <laughs> Baseball. Cousins. Direct your hate Ronald, about the Reds towards Ed. Can I can I finish this? Ronald L. Sargent, um, John Wyant, another PG exec, uh, George H. Vincent from Queen City Diamond LLC, um, Heading for Home LLC, and Art Hauser, a former university star, Xavier University star, who later played the NFL and AFL and returned home to be with his wife. Who played in the NFL from Xavier? How does that work? 
considering their football team hasn't won a game since like 1956 or something crazy. Then he opened up an insurance company, which he sold to his son in 1996. Must have been one of those basketball guys turned football. Like, uh, Must have been. I can look him up. I'm, I'm, I truly don't care at this point because Xavier. But weird. Um, let's see, it, all of it is very weird. I hope that they get it together and start pushing names around like Lindner, like Nippert. And get the Castellinis out of there and take the Xavier guy too. Yeah, no, he played for Xavier football in 1950 and ni- to 1954. <laughs> yeah, that's what he played for. So it's a bunch of 80 year olds. Oh, I don't think Larry Shakespeare. Sounds familiar. Let's move on. Moving on. What do you got for us, Aaron? Um, I'm <laughs> Greg. Yeah, saw Greg. We're all we all see the comments. Two screens, Ed. You had no idea who that guy. I have two screens as well. I'm, I'm rocking one screen, but I'm still seeing the comments. So there's that. Right. What are we moving on to? Uh, we're moving on to. Sorry, I'm going back. There, we're, there were a lot of messages here today from us. Um, no, but before we hit that, let me ask you guys a a very. Um, this is also a very good question here. Uh, when when you're making s'mores, um, how do you prefer your mallow, Ed? Roasted. How? But how? Like, do you just stick it in the fire for a second and pull it out? Uh, you gotta catch that thing on like fire. A, it's got a tinge. It's got a little tinge of yellow to it. Is that no, you got to catch like that thing on fire so that it, that it, it melts when or you put you it. Wanna, do you want to do you want to blow it out and have it charred all the way? Yeah, around? charred. Yeah. Okay, Aaron. I want. Uh, I would like to get some fluff because I don't want to get that close to the fire. It might okay. burn and my we're skin. Not, we're not shaming anybody for their mallow uh, levels here. You you uh, had your Aaron, you go had ahead. your time. I like to try and get it to where it's actually not hard in the middle. So it takes it takes a little while of of over the fire and spinning. So are you finessing your mallow over the fire? Absolutely, fires because I want the, the whole... outside doesn't get all the way scorched, but the Correct. inside is I want melting. The, I, I want the whole thing to be an actual squish squish mellow. If if we're gonna use you don't want to you don't want to put catchphrase for the kids. You don't want to put the the gram catchphrase. on it's the top and squeeze when you squeeze the gram. Chocolate gram yeah, with the mallow. You I don't, don't want, want you don't want to hit the you don't want to hit the nope. the raw mallow. Right. I I want it to be solidly cooked all the way through to where it's gooey all the way. I don't want to I don't want to bite into actual like the soft part of the marshmallow in the middle. Like That's, like you don't want to pull a mallow out of a bag. Correct. You don't want that. You don't if want I wanted that. to do that, all, I just you want all melty mallow. Correct. Okay. How how are you rolling, Jeffrey? So I'm a, I, I I will scorch a mallow. I will scorch a mallow so that the entire thing from the like the outside will be nice Black, and all blackened. It'll be blackened, uh, much like you know, I don't know, like people like fish cooked that way, I guess. Or people like um, hot dogs cooked that way, or like. But then, general. then the inside of it, I like it to be. I like it to be, you know, like you said. I find that that way, 
I'm impatient when I'm making my s'mores. So like, that's, I would that's like the problem, right? I would like the outside. Like, it doesn't bother me that the outside is scorched, uh, so long as the inside is then all the way melty. Um, my wife is on the opposite end of the spectrum. She uh, is a very quick mallow in, mallow out. Person. On onto the onto the sandwich. You know why that is, Jeff. She will squish it as hard and two, <laughs> and like as hard as she. Two of my children are like that. Keep well, it clean. So, Keep it clean. So, so going back to going back to an earlier part of the entire night. Who's making the s'mores for the kids? Oh, they make their own. Who started making s'mores for the kids when the kids were too young to make their own? Oh, I did. You made them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so who's watching the kids while s'mores are being made? Carrie. Okay, that's why. I knew we would get there. <laughs> that's why she's in and out, done and yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, like, and, I thought we were going somewhere else with that. I thought we were going somewhere else with that. When, I was I, when I'm around the, the fire, if, the if, you would like, if you would like me to make your s'more, I will do it. Start to finish, Molo on the stick. Is that why you had to leave the show? Ma'am. No, that was... Uh, Something else that was going on. Grumpy. Um, gotcha. So, anyway, but if you if you are around my fire that I have created, if you would like me to construct your s'more from start to finish, I will do it on the stick. Bam! Fire on there. Bow. Here you go. Just know it's gonna be melty, melty, melty mallow. Uh, which will then, which will then also melt your chocolate just enough in between a beautiful set of grams. And you'll love it. Um, Piper will not wait for grams and and chocolate. She will just oh. stick her mallow in, eat the mallow off the stick, go over, get chocolate and a gram, and throw it in her mouth. So, she she's good that way. She's gonna, a wild one. I'm gonna throw this out there because this was new to me. I I I don't do this, but Rachel likes to use a Reese thin. For her smurfs, for her s'mores. You know, I've just recently heard about this using a using a Reese's for your a Reese, chocolate, a Reese cup thin. Yeah, instead of the traditional Hershey. That way, so so peanut, peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, I just and, heard about this. I probably last night on TikTok. I think is where I heard about this. Because how many of us have done the marshmallow fluff and peanut butter sandwich? Fair, Fantastic. fair. And now you're throwing chocolate. Well, of course you have, Ned. Um, now we're throwing chocolate into the mix. I mean, I'm here for that one. I'll give it a shot for sure. I mean, I, but good. apparently, apparently you have to go with the thins because that allows you to melt all of the things instead of the actual Reese, full Reese cup. Damn, that's so, but, a. But so then you then you have a, this other guy in here wants to bring up a cookies and cream Archies. I don't. I mean, that doesn't feel... sound bad either. It doesn't sound bad. Here's where I have issue with it. You can leave a cookies and cream Hershey's in your car. Won't melt all day. You well, put a regular Hershey really? in there. Will melt immediately. You know, the melty level is this true? way different. You know what? You know what? White is this chocolate true? Is, hang on. Do you, do you know what white chocolate is made out of compared to chocolate chocolate? Cocoa? I don't know. Well, cocoa is, is what you make... Milk chocolate. Why do you have all this knowledge on chocolate? Uh, because I went to the DR. And in the DR, if you go on any of the excursions, they will take you to places and they will teach Republic, you things. Okay. They will teach you things. 
and white chocolate is predominantly made out of coconut. Oh, that makes sense why I'm not a huge fan. Like, I'll eat white chocolate on the occasion, but I'm not a huge fan of, of white chocolate, and I, but I'm also not a huge fan of coconut. But it's not, like, just coconut. Like, it's, it's. I think it's out of the, the coconut milk or, or it's, I'm this is where you this is where I get lost, um, but it but it is not out of traditional chocolate that that white chocolate that. is made out of. They call it white chocolate, but it is predominantly a byproduct of coconut. It's also what they call Jason Williams. Um, Fair, well done, well played, Ed. All right, no, I mean that that's I've never done. Um, I've never done the. Uh, the cookies and cream Hershey's. Um, I don't think I ever will. The Reese's, <laughs> I will try. I just want to say, uh, Geoff, good, good to see you back in the chat. I was getting a little nervous when you were not here. I was here. wondering where Geoff was too. I was scared about his well-being. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest, and uh, just, just glad that Geoff is is here. You know, we have a we had a new hire start at work today. And I was teach or this week, and I was teaching the new hire class. And his name was Geoff, and I was getting kind of excited, hoping it was our Geoff. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't but know. it wasn't. His last name has always been there, Ed. I know. Always, always been I know, there. but I didn't remember what it was, so I was like, uh, "So, so the next <laughs> Greg's mad. My 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 marshmallow fireball won't melt his stupid white chocolate." <laughs> um. So, well, hold on, time out. This is a great thing that that has happened because I'm on my laptop. Uh, Carrie just sent me a text and said um, the reason that white chocolate is is uh, harder to melt is because it's not real chocolate, therefore has no place on s'mores. I Can Carrie come so, down here and tell us about I this? I said as much, no, right? She's, she, she's actually on the other side of this wall right I, here. I said so as much. Carrie, right? come on over. I, 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 I already said as oh. much. I said it was a byproduct I, of coconut. I want to test this. I, like, I, I might buy a, I like I this might... live thing i got going on here carries input because like usually when our show's over there's like a lot of input on my phone well um tell, i don't ever look at it while we're tell her to look up what white chocolate's made out of while we're <laughs> you're like you're like you're like tim taylor on tool time right now like talking to neighbor or, no, i kind of uh, want to test this tomorrow i have to stop get gas on the way and in the morning i might i might pick up a a white chocolate cookies and cream bar and stick it in the truck all day. It's it's like office space. Hey Peter Man, check out the chick on channel six. <laughs> What's tomorrow's temperatures? Uh, anyway, um next topic I'm gonna talk on. The big twelve 84. which which we have to be concerned about now. The big twelve oh, is looking into a new commissioner. That new commissioner that they are looking into is, I don't know why I do this to myself. Uh, Brett, your mark. There it is, your mark. Sorry, I'm not super, mark. super familiar with him as I've had less than 24, just over 24 hours to familiarize myself. Uh, that said, familiarized myself enough with him to know that he is the CEO, COO, COO, COO of Rock Nation. Um, he spent 13 years in charge of the Barclays Center with the NBA, where he sealed up the ACC tournament. He sealed up the uh, NCAA tournament 
games being played at the Barclays Center. He, which is important because that's his tie to college sports at all. Um, and he was also six years with NASCAR. Um, and and I don't know what his actual position was with NASCAR, but it was a higher up. Um, but he's he's done some shit, right? So to me, the Big 12, their final three, final four, whatever it was, candidates were not ADs. They had nothing to do with collegiate athletics at all. And good I, thing. I, I think that's a great thing. That's and I really say that we, we did, Chad and I did talk about this on the nightcap that we recorded before this. So some of this is going to be repeat for anybody who's listened to the nightcap or is listening <laughs> to us and then listens to the nightcap. But that all said, this is different perspective. So for me, like getting a guy like that, you're thinking progressively. Well, especially coming from a place like Rock Nation, right? Who's trying to think progressively in scouting, uh, management, well, but, all that good stuff. Well, Rock Nation has gotten into agency. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, agency. Gotcha. I said scouting. I don't know why I said scouting, but gotcha. I did. Um, but also a guy who's been involved in the NBA, which is largely looked upon as the most progressive league in all of the leagues. And you're getting a guy who has had all the other conferences have guys who are in there who have been in the cycle for a very long time. So you're getting a guy who breaks that mold. You also are getting rid of Texas. You're getting rid of Oklahoma. You're bringing in four new schools and you're getting a new TV deal in a couple of years, two, two, three, whatever it is. I think it is two or three. Um, I, I think that this is all very important as you look at this hire because he's setting up your future and that's a big, big deal for a, a team like Cincinnati that's going to be in their infancy in this particular conference as they have, you know, kind of paved this whole new wave for teams from the group of five to be a big fucking deal. So what are your thoughts as you – have looked into this guy i asked you both to read up on him so I'll, I'll start with ed only because jeff i'm sure you'll you'll have a little you like to be a little longer winded than ed so um but but i want to start with Ed. no i when you i can't saw steal he, your ideas ed if you, if you go first you're fine. welcome <laughs> when i saw he was from rock nation it was the first thing that you said right Pro- being progressive like it's it's good that we're getting somebody out in here who's not an ad right we're not getting a mike bone right we're getting somebody who no, has he's, he's in the Pac-12. Right, but I'm saying an AD, right? So it was. Yes. Um like it's good. It's great. We need to this is the kind of thing that that different conferences, this is the kind of thing that different leagues like I'm saying, like, you know, just maybe get rid of that baseball commissioner and kind of look at this in a direction as well. Uh this is the thing we need. We need outside uh outside perspective. Um you know, if, I even be okay with getting somebody like a. I mean, as we were talking about this, it, this is the first thing that popped in my head, right? Getting somebody like a, um, Gary V, right? Making him the commissioner of a, of a of a conference or something like that. Just somebody who who has like different ideas, who's not stuck in that. This is the way that we did it over here in this. You know, when I was in the Big Twelve as the AD at this school, 
and this is the way we should keep doing it. Getting different, fresh perspectives. Let's do it. Here's something I want to throw your way, Ed, in particular, because you are a part of the metaverse. I haven't been in the metaverse for a while, but yeah, go ahead. But you are a part of the metaverse. Oh, I'm a part of the metaverse, yeah. Slapped a dude on I got slapped in there. So... Remember, was, do you remember that? That guy slapped I, me and called me a bitch, asked me if I could fight. I'm telling you right now, if I saw you in the metaverse, I'd probably do the same thing just for fun. Or a drop kick English. you in the head. Open hand slap. Bam. I mean, he doesn't he's he's already said on this podcast. Perfect, he doesn't I'd chuck, chuck you over the top rope, Ed. Ed, Ed said he has been slapped First in the face could... and, and didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do when he was slapped dude in the ran. face. What did you want me to do? You just stood there. You took it, Ed. In real life, it. he did that. So why Bro, wouldn't I, I do? Why wouldn't I do I that to it. you in the metaverse? I ate it. Um, Carrie wants to know if we all coordinated our backwards snapbacks. Well, Ed turned uh, his around when he saw that you and I had. Backwards. That's true. I, I forgot a, about that. He I put did. a different hat on. I said if we were going to do it, backwards snaps and just saying. Um, mine was a Father's Day hat, and it matches my outfit. So. Does it make Carrie feel better? This is from uh, this is from my brother-in-law's wedding. This is from America, and I, and I love I love this hat. It's for, it's from America. I don't usually wear a snapback. I usually wear a fitted. So, but Ed, I I don't know what you're doing with your do rag cap, but um, I I I just wanted to say, what we if what if, what if the Big Twelve, as they're negotiating new deals was the first conference to be somehow involved in the metaverse. And I say this with... Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. Just saying, I'm... I'm I, I don't... I, I don't put it out of the realm of poss- possibility because I think that a guy who is trying to be progressive in trying to take a conference in a different direction than yeah. anyone has ever gone before, as you try to make things available that you can't necessarily do in the NFL because of rules in the MLB because of rules, lots of rules, more so in the MLB than anywhere. Uh, NHL MLS, because they signed this weird deal with Apple. Um, Apple. Great which, idea, by the way, which somehow still pays them the same amount as they were Horrible making idea. as they were Fantastic making. Fantastic idea. Ed. It's 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 just the, so the now must- my son can't watch FC Cincinnati because now I have to get Apple TV. That's a, that's a you problem. The only that's problem I have, the only problem I have with the deal is they were making the data. as each team was already making as much money as they're making right now with Apple. That's the only issue that I have. It's, it's more dumb. more exposure potentially, but that's a whole different story for not this podcast. Well, no, you said that you said that uh, York Mark your Mark uh, has has worked with the NBA. The NBA did games in the metaverse this year. Correct. So uh, yeah, let's do it. I mean, UFC's doing matches in the in the metaverse. Um, there's concerts in the metaverse. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. It's the new big thing, right? I mean, businesses are holding meetings in the metaverse. Um, it really, kind of seems weird to me. The metaverse commercials are telling me that people are doing surgeries in the metaverse. It's apparently, I, I don't know how that works, but that's apparently the way that people are being taught these days. Instead I of threw, cadavers, for I throw paper airplanes through loops. In the metaverse, Dude, the that kind of thing, like the virtual the the virtual world for like concerts, is, is incredible. Fortnite oh, has yeah. done it for. 
for years. I, I think Travis Scott has had like 15 concerts. Uh, nobody died. Nobody died in those concerts. Oh, Dang. wow! Marshmallow, Marshmallow has done wow. concerts in four nights. So like th- those are things that you can do. Um, and, and I would be all for. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many games a year I would want to don my my meta. What is it? An Oculus, right. Meta Oculus, whatever you want to call it. Like I don't know how many games a year I want to put that on and, 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 and sit there. But, but know, what in if- my living room, but. If, you're, you have a, like, if it puts you, you, have an if it puts you field level compared yeah. to watching it on TV, yeah. But here, here's the only thing: it's right? like I have so field level suites without having field but, level suites. Now, now, hear me out. Like, it charges if, for it. If there was a way, maybe we, if we could do a live show, let's say they're. Um, I thought about that. Let's say they're like uh, at the I don't know Sugar Bowl, and. You know, the three of us throw on our, our little meta headsets and we can watch the game and do a show where, like, it kind of, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. Like, I, I could get on board with, with some crazy virtual podcast alongside of a game. I, when I, I first when that. I first got my, my Oculus Quest, the, that's the first thing I thought of was, how can I do a podcast here in the metaverse? Like, how can I get the audio recorded? And I, I'm sure I could do it. Augmented reality, absolutely. Yeah. T win. I don't. I don't know what. What this is. This hangman. No, it's AR. No, it's augmented all, reality. Augmented reality. That's what he's getting at. Come on, Aaron. Like if I know you're out there. And- I mean, like it. Like, like think about. Think about this. If if like a game went to halftime, right? A game goes to halftime. The three of us from wherever we're at are now sitting behind a desk. On, like in the in the south end zone, you know, oh, like whatever, like sweet. or like we're we're up, we're 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 right there at at Nippert, and we're doing our own halftime show. That and it, 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 through augmented reality, it look it looks like I'd still slap Ed in the face. You I'd know what like, I mean, like this like game is terrible. Okay, Aaron would have to key in. Aaron would have to key in from the uh, from the booth above, but I don't know yeah. how they. I don't know how they'd feel about me. I don't care how they feel about it. I just came up with a great idea. Don't steal it. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I just came up with a fantastic idea, and somebody's going to steal it, and in like ten years, it's going to be all the rage, and I'm going to be like, "You remember that time I was talking about it?" How do we? How do we? How do we harness this technology and take it on the Shark Tank? Sell that one to Mark. Wahlberg. Augmented reality is already Wahlberg. a thing. I'm just coming Mark, up with a, a, a an idea of how to use it, which I'm sure I'm not the first one to do. So no, you're not. Uh, I'm, I'm actually trying it. to figure out how to design e-learnings in in the metaverse. Like we have. A oh choice. yeah, and, have a, and turn it into some NFTs. Good idea, T Win. That's a good idea, T Win. Matter of fact, I was watching the big three hey, this weekend. If you're gonna if you're gonna put a comment up, you have to give it more than three. Yeah, seconds. you're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was watching the big three this weekend, and they have, so- a, they have a they have a they have a um an NFT, but it's like forty five hundred dollars. But it, it's a pretty sweet NFT. Chad Chad trying to call call T Win a nerd while while saying nerf. Yeah, that's words a, are hard, aren't they, Chad? That's an Ed typo if I've ever seen one. 
Oh, okay. So let's talk about that for two seconds. We did this. Uh, we did this thing where we did a song bingo at work the other day, and we did it through Teams. And uh, you have a bingo card. They play song. It was nineties. It was nineties hits. And uh, the other way to get extra points was if you put the name of the song in the chat first. I couldn't type fast enough. I was putting things in there like genie in a in a. What else? But bobble. bobble. I don't know. Bottle is the word. Yeah, but I was putting like bobble. Shocker. That wasn't. No one is surprised. I feel like you wrote bottle with two D's. I knew all the songs. But if you don't spell them right, does it count? I'm up. Well, if I had it on my bingo card, yeah, I did. You misspelling everything was definitely on my bingo card. Yep. 100%. So, I don't know, I'm going back to the new hire of uh, your mark here, I think that this is... How do we get your mark on the show so we can give him our ideas? Well, he's not hired yet. It's not official. When he, when he is, is on the show. He's the leading candidate. And Jeff it sounds like it, it may be a thing coming very soon. But, Jeff, I, I, you haven't been able to give your full opinion here, so the floor is yours. So, I mean, you guys, you guys touched on it a little bit. What happened? For real? I don't have control over it, so Ed had to have kicked me out. I don't Uh, do anything. That's ridiculous. Uh, You touched on it a little bit. I think it's good to to reach outside of hiring somebody university-affiliated. His connection with uh, – it's Rock Entertainment, right? Is that what it's called? Rock Nation. Rock Nation. So it's – essentially rock entertainment. Uh, you've got that. You've got his... It's your boy! <laughs> he, he, he led NASCAR uh, for a few years there. Uh, for a while, you know, we're growing. Um, it kind of seems like it would fall under when he, he was there. I didn't really get a look into, like, the timelines of that. Um, I was on a hike with my family uh, when you sent those things to me. So... That was just my uh, my initial look at it, uh, and then with things like the NIL you know, being out there, uh, what what kind of better way to harness that than have somebody that is you know that was in in charge of like the Barclays Center is in charge of um, you know the the Rock Group, uh, Rock Nation, I guess. What is it? Like you want to call it other things, but uh, Rock Nation. I mean, they, they've got their own sports management company there. Uh, I think Lamelo Ball and Saquon Barkley are are part of that. Um, obviously, it's not something that's like UC centric, right? It's not like he's coming on to like UC as the AD. He he's coming to to run the Big Twelve. Um, but that that to me seems like it's a it's a pretty big name and a pretty uh, uh, I don't know forward thinking to grab somebody like that and push forward. Um, I mean, we obviously have talked about some of the crazy things that that could happen with it. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, I wish that things like the uh, the committee that selects. Um, who who goes you know to your top 
your your top four of uh, football teams at the end of the year were not university affiliated. I think that's where we run into some issues with that. Um, well, obviously, now this guy expansion needs to be a thing. And well, right, he's progressive right, but, enough to be leaning that way because it didn't sound like I I don't he's I don't 55. recall he, he was he was named he was named to the uh, top forty under forty three times for uh, sports business, you can only be named to that list three times. You can't be named there anymore. Four times, then. Uh, three times, Ed. You said four times earlier. That's fine. If I go back and I hear myself say four times, then... You said okay. top 40 under 40. Then maybe that's where you're hearing four. But... Yeah, I said three times. He was there three times. Uh, and you can only be named there three times for your uh, sports business. So... I think he's probably got a. Uh, I mean, we look at it. NASCAR, pretty, pretty darn big, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Barclays Center, uh, pretty darn big, a pretty serious place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now Rock Nation. Well, and I brought this um, up when I talked to Chad. He has no affiliation really to the region that the Big Twelve has a footprint. So getting somebody from completely the outside of the Big Twelve is good. Because it puts Cincinnati entering a conference to where they're not vying for a foothold with a guy who has preconceived, like, or, or maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But you'd like to think that he doesn't have like these these pre-existing relationships. Well, let's with see where schools. he went to college. That's a, that's a great question, one that I hadn't even considered. But if you've oh, been I had on, his wiki page pulled up a minute ago. If you've been in if you've been in New York, Brooklyn for 13 years. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, where where was he whenever he was uh overseeing NASCAR? That's a great question. It's traditionally a, a southern thing for all the reasons. He went to Indiana. So it's still not really within the Big Twelve footprint. His LinkedIn profile doesn't no, show. No, but you know where he where that footprint puts him. That's pretty damn close to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's from New Jersey originally, so just yeah. he was born, born and raised in New Jersey. He's he's fifty five, completed his college and graduated from Indiana University. Ed, where's so, where's NASCAR headquarters? Is that in Charlotte, North Carolina, maybe? It's in Charlotte. Which would still be outside of all of the... Close by where I'm at. So, NASCAR. Um, I don't know. That's that's just where I'm at with... with Daytona what? Beach, Florida is where NASCAR is. So still... Cool. Still outside the footprint. Yeah. Closest thing there is UCF, but what are you going to Orlando for at that point in time? Not to see the Golden Knights. No. Question: Has he worked with the Golden Knights ever? No, he hasn't worked in collegiate sports. Just the making only, sure. I mean, the I only make... thing he—the only thing he did with collegiate sports, like I said, was the ACC tournament and getting NCAA tournament games there. No, that's the Bar- fine at the Barclays Center. He seems like a fantastic candidate. I just want to make sure that's not because Has of zero, the Golden Knights. Okay, I'm just making sure. Zero collegiate we, experience. We, we owe the Golden Knights a lot. I just want to make sure we didn't have to thank them for this. You probably do. 
but I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see where new leadership takes the conference as I don't know. It just seems if we weren't already excited enough, having Bulls be out as as Texas and Oklahoma leave and getting some new progressive ideas in, it just seems to me that I don't know. It just seems to me that there's some some things that can kind of happen that will be different than than the Pac-12, than the ACC, than the Big Ten, than the SEC. There's a lot of the good old boys clubs in charge in a lot of those places. Guys that have been there for a long, long time. And I, I think that we have an opportunity to see a conference do some different things that have never been done. Especially having a commissioner who's not been involved in a lot of stuff for his entire career, but has accomplished a lot of stuff everywhere that he has been. So it should be a lot of fun to see. Um, outside of that, unless you have anything else to add here, Ed? Nope. No, I'm excited about it. It's good stuff. Well, while we're still on college stuff, TBT and the NIL and all of that, uh, we we did we did catch word today from the Nasty Natty. Hopefully, we will be bringing some of them on to the show. We will see how those conversations progress. Um, I'm excited for this TBT thing. I will be here in Athens, unfortunately. It's your percent baby that weekend, right? Yeah, I mean the twenty fifth. It's on a Monday. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth is the scheduled scheduled date, unless things oh, okay. go go awry prior to. It's on a Monday, the sixteenth, right? For our first game. Don't ask me, because I will not be able to be in attendance. I have no idea. I see things as they come across my timeline. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, when's the when's oh, the no, when's the NIL game? The NIL game is the Saturday before that, so no, that that can't be right. You are a find dearth, a dearth of information right now. I'll find it. Don't worry. Hi Jeff, welcome back. Da- daughter came uh, downstairs. Could couldn't find her. She what was did this She was upstairs uh, in the room that they're staying in. She disappeared from upstairs in that room. The the boys are in another like area. Carrie went to check on her upstairs. She wasn't there. Uh, it wasn't like those nights where she just creeps into the room and she's in the corner. Well, it's it's just different because obviously we're not anywhere near home, so like right. she doesn't really know the layout of the house. No, she was just out. She was out in the living room at this place, like in the main. So the main part of this place was built in like the 1930s. It was like a one room cabin kind of thing, and then they added on to it. It's it's really it, this is one of the craziest places I've ever been. So multiple anyway, so people have died there. Probably. So she's out there on the. Uh, she was out on the couch in the living room area with her feet kicked up and her iPad and like. She just thought it was a great. So when I found her, she's like, "Grapes? Can I have some grapes? I'm kind of hungry." And I was like, 
I mean, it's late, but if you want grapes, you can have grapes. It's a vacation <laughs> life, you know. She just does does whatever she wants to do, and she's hungry at what is it, eleven, ten, ten thirty, eleven? Can't wait. Ten thirty. So she's hungry at ten thirty. She wants grapes. Can't wait. Hey, get used to. It. I got. I mean, I got three of them running around. I did this. And, so will I. I handed. I I handed the other. I handed the boys a GoPro. And let them go to town at in the pool. They were like jumping, filming each other, jumping in, doing like spins and flips and landing in the water and then going underwater. They're like, it's so awesome, man. Like, Have at it, buddy. Ed, anything? Yeah, the so the um the TBT is on the eighteenth. So that that means the um and NIL deals on the sixteenth. Because it's that Saturday, I believe. What do we move on to here? Sorry, TBT, TBT, uh, um, and and how talks are progressing to where we may have some on the show. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I we'll heard see. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So there's what two weeks between now and then, right? Yeah. So we'll figure something out. Um, I heard Ed might be throwing the ball up for like tip off, like ceremonial tip off. That's can't what I heard too. They, I heard they're one of the best producers in Cincinnati. Can't picture that. I wasn't available. Um, okay. How about this? How about if we if we well when we win the first round, it's a possibility that we play the about billions team. I want Xavier, coached by Steve Logan. I Steve want, Logan versus I want Corey Blunt. Z- I want Xavier. Oh, I want Xavier too. Especially since Jaron will be playing in that game. I don't think he's playing the NIL deal game. Justin Jennifer is playing for about billions. That'd be kind of cool too. Greg, your team is nothing compared to the team that this team has put together. Oh, we what what did they name what did they name their team? Zip them up. Okay. Twenty four seven. Rent free. Beat into the ground, twenty four seven rent free. It's a I dead, see. it's a dead horse. For the love of God, move on. I did see an article today. That says former Uber driver playing in TBT tournament. <laughs> they can't even. They can't even mention. They can't even mention that Stainbrook played for Xavier. They're just going to mention former Uber driver plays in TBT tournament. Hey, let's not knock that because. Des Ritter is a former. Uh, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying we've all, we've all seen the commercials, right? He's a former basketball player. We've all seen the commercials where he was a. Uh, help me out here. Um, which which delivery? Ser- There's no delivery service. DoorDash. Thank you. DoorDash. Um, nothing out here, but. Uh, Gregory Joseph uh, Xavier. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> We punches when Mark Lyons throw. Where, where's where? Ed, I need you and Gregory Joseph to be next to each other in the metaverse. Just Greg wants to come on the show so bad. I'm sure he does because he's mad that Bill got to come on the show on our second episode, mind you, and he didn't. Went back and how many, how many episodes ago was that, Ed? Do you have that recorded like in your head? How long ago was that? I have a record of that. Somewhere clearly handy. Clear. That was a solid, that was a solid. Well, I didn't know I was going to need that record tonight. Yep. All right, Let's like move this on. early. Be ready. 
we're moving on. Moving on. So the last topic I want to talk about is the Bengals. 131 episodes ago. Bam. Way to go. Still waiting. 131 episodes ago. Still waiting. Gregory For Joseph. what? Oh. Not you. Gregory Joseph is still waiting for that. He's waiting for that call. Never coming. Because we cover actual <laughs> Cincinnati sports. Actual city of Cincinnati sports. Well, guys, my phone's going to blow up for the rest of the night. You're welcome. Make you feel good. You're popular. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Bengals. About them. So, we saw the, the tweet exchange from Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I think it was Twitter, right? Was it Twitter? Where... Uh, Jamar Chase said uh, something about people being fast. And Joe Burrow thought he was fast. Joe Burrow says he's sneaky fast. Thinks he's in the 20-mile-an-hour club. He's been recorded, supposedly, in this offseason at hitting 20 miles an hour. Joe Burrow. Is Joe Burrow sneaky fast? Do you think he's actually hitting 20 miles an hour? Do you think I mean, if, if, if he's saying it, like... I don't think he's one to be out here just bullshitting, right? Like, because people are measuring him, clearly. It's weird. Like 20 miles an hour. Now, now find, find, the, Joe, find the Joe Burrow retweet. Where he says sneaky fast. Hey, I, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> like, I think he, I think he had some flashes of, of quickness. I don't want on a on a reconstructed knee. He's hitting twenty. Maybe now he is. I mean, people who have Tommy John have been known to hit ninety-seven. A little, little hundred dollar, a little quicker. Just saying, maybe he is. Like I don't think Ed's hitting twenty miles an hour. I'm not hitting twenty miles an hour, so I'm certainly not hitting twenty miles an hour. But I'm also not like you don't have to shit on Ed. A franchise. I'm not trying to shit on Ed. Ed's not talking, so I was trying to get him. I told you, Ed. I got you. You asked me to, to find up, uh, find a tweet. So you you asked me to do some work. Ed, and I'm, I'm doing de- that. I'm defending you. He just said Ed. I was talking to him. Jeff. None of. I mean, I'm just saying. I asked. One you. might say sneaky fast. Ed, do you think he's sneaky fast? Probably. I mean, I raced Parker in the front yard um, <laughs> last week, and Who he won? only beat me by a foot. So would you say that your boy's sneaky fast? I would say I'm sneaky fast. This is where I'm going, Aaron. This is what I'm trying to say. I tried to get out in front of it. That was Ed is not hitting 20 miles an hour. He's losing to Parker in the front yard and calling himself sneaky fast. That was actually a great comeback. <laughs> it's, it's not. I mean, if we weren't doing a 40 yard dash, I mean, it's not like I had a chance to get to get steam. I mean, what it's was like that, that was oh, oh, the... sharing the Twitter page again. It would be oh, okay. All right. I mean, that's fair. No, I mean, I, maybe maybe, the, maybe this turns into a race with a, a giraffe or a cheetah. 
So Ooh, Chad, remember when, remember when Chad Johnson raced a raced cheetah? A oh no, he raced a he, horse. He he raced a horse, not a giraffe. Who raced a giraffe? Somebody raced a giraffe. I don't. And Billy that. Bates raced a cheetah from center field. I feel like Tyreek Hill should have raced a cheetah. Otherwise, you can't call yourself a cheetah, right? And cheetahs are quick. I mean, zero to sixty, real quick. Real. A zebra race a giraffe. Uh, by the way, okay. rocking rocking this shirt. Down that, shirt's here. So, that shirt's so comfortable. Oh, it's amazing. So wearing it wearing it today, we did a trail, uh, a little hike, a little hike I was talking about. Uh, and several folks were like oh, Cincinnati. Like, no, I just I just found this this shirt. Yes, I'm from Cincinnati, or at least rooting for Cincinnati. Then I saw a guy wearing a Browns hat. And he's like, yo, Cincinnati Bearcats, let's go. And I was they like. Got, they got two Bearcats. I said, yo, Browns hat, what's that all about? And he was like. Jerome Ford. He's like, let me explain. And no, he said, let me explain. I'm from Cleveland. Went to UC. So I'm a Browns fan, but I went to UC. So and I said, all right, that's fair. That's fair. You got connection to both. He was a very nice guy. And he realizes that. The Browns are right now the laughing stock of the world. So, so two, two of their 50, 53, or however many you're allowed to have in the offseason, I guess, because it's higher than fifty three. Um, but two of their two of their kids are Bearcats. Jerome Ford. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, he was a very nice guy. I'm not. I mean, he you know, much 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 uh, much better to deal with than talking to a Xavier fan. I can tell you that right now. Fair enough. And he he agreed. Xavier fans worse than Cleveland Browns fans. And I just worse. There was there's no way I couldn't even like come up with an argument to say no as a Browns fan, you suck more. Nope, couldn't. So. What's worse though? A, a Xavier fan or a Steelers fan? Because they both are... a Xavier fan. No, Xavier fan's always worse. That's fair. Uh, so one of the other things that came up on, on Twitter this week. Is Joe Burrow an injury-prone quarterback? Burrow, that's weird. Like, why? Why would we consider it? He had one injury and then Wait, came back. Why did, why did you come in like Scooby Doo just now? That was strange. Burrow. But, but I'm letting Ed, I'm letting Ed rock with this one. Yeah, I mean it's weird because, I mean he had one injury. He didn't even sit. I mean, Which, he didn't. You can't you there's nothing you can really do to it's it's kind of like yeah. Eifert's first injury where there's nothing that you And then can he do. came back and led his team to the Super Bowl and probably got hit more than any other quarterback in the league that he whole did. season. He did. And all of a sudden he's injury prone? Do your research. I mean, here's what's crazy. What's even more crazy? On a reconstructed knee. Ed. Right, is- exactly. Is Ed just hit all of the most important points there, and, and one fell swoop? That was, that was about as di- concise as you could be. That was the direction I was going to go. So Ed stole all my material. You guys never uh, give me credit. No, he's also young. Up, like he, he's not he's not in his thirties, and just had reconstructive knee knee surgery. He's not even right. in his late twenties. He's in his mid twenties. So the bounce back from something like that, and if he's hitting twenty miles an hour, look out! I say sneaky fast. Which takes me to Chad Brendel's take on seven hundred 
No, he wasn't on 700. He was filming for Mo, so it would have been on 1530. On 1530 a.m., Chad Randall said today that Joe Burrow, his hot take of the summer, Joe Burrow is next season's MVP. Ed, look up the odds for MVP right now. But, Jeff, while Ed's doing that, how hot of a take do you think that is? Because I feel like you might not think that's such a hot take. I mean, I I, I don't think it's a hot take. But I just don't. Like, he's – so he's a, he's a quarterback coming off getting his, his knee rebuilt, right? So b- before like, like Ed, Ed just – Ed just, Ed just rehashed it before Ed before Ed does anything else here. I don't Ed, want him. I, I just don't want him to say who's in in front yet. I don't want him to interject with any of that because I want to hear bef- before you finish whatever it is that you're going to say. The lowest number hear, is the has the best odds, right? I, I yes. I also want to hear who you have ahead in in, in your estimation. Who, who I have, like myself. Yeah, give me no. like your top ten. I want to. I want to hear who you think is ahead of him, and why you don't think it's a hot take. I mean, I think there's probably four, probably four guys ahead of him, maybe, and they're all quarterbacks. It's always going to be quarterbacks. Maybe five guys. Maybe somebody would would throw another crazy guy out there. So who you got? But. I'm saying that he's probably staring down the barrel of Patrick Mahomes. Sure. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead. Go on. I think that even though I don't think he's probably there anymore, uh, Tom Brady. I would agree. Um, I'll give you a clue. Herbert, Herbert, probably. I, w- I would, I would, I would agree, but that wasn't the one I was going to give you. There it is in the chat. That was the one I was going to give you. I'm Josh Allen. Okay, I, I could see that. And then the the only other one I could see, like somebody, and I don't agree with this at all. So when I say this name, don't like be like, oh, you're stupid. Uh, the only person I think that somebody that the NFL world could maybe put out there Vegas. Is, you're you're it, talking it, Vegas. It, it's not even it, the NFL world. It's Vegas. It is is Lamar if he has like if he comes back and has like some crazy season. That that's the only thing. It's like if he comes back and like is is able to lead. And I don't think he can. But I would. If, if some I was, people and I'm not. I'm not those people. Some people could think. I have a guess. If he if he comes back and does that and wins the AFC North and goes to the Super Bowl that like. It could be him, but I, I have a guess it's I not said, him. I have a guess it's not him, but it's Who, who's that? a guy a guy who's throwing to Aaron Rodgers' old receiver. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Car. Hmm. Your car. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. Can't even. There's no way that dude's even in the top. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Derek Carr's not in front of Perot. Is okay. he in the top fifteen? Good. Um, their car. Yeah. I mean, is Lamar Jackson even in the top fifteen? Like I, I threw out another a crazy Demar- one as well. Actually, Derek Carr is fifteen. 
Okay, so where is Lamar Jackson? Not also crazy. Uh, Lamar Jackson is 13. All right, so who you got, Ed? All right, so we're starting from the from the top. Ooh, Plus we, 700. We miss, we miss Russ. Somebody's going to try and, and believe in Russ in Denver. He does have some really good receiver options because they built up the whole offense. Russ is in the top 10. Russ is um, in the top 10. So okay. number one, plus 700, Josh Allen. Oh, number two, number plus 800, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Number three, plus 900, Aaron Rodgers. Tied with to? a plus 900 is Tom Brady. Justin Herbert. Wait, plus, wait who's Tom Brady tied with? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So they're uh, one and the same. Justin Herbert with plus eleven hundred. That's what five. So, yeah, five. What is that? So Allen, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, Rogers. Joe Herbert. Burrow comes in six with plus thirteen hundred. Okay. Hey, 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 hot take. hey! You guys remember when my hot take, my hot take, not that long ago, was that he was a top five quarterback? I do. I remember because we went through. We went through the whole. Of the I mean, NFL. I got shit on by Chad Brendel for that. You did. And it turns out Aaron Smith knows what he's talking about. He made Chad it to the, the Super Bowl. And now he's number six. So is it really a hot take? I mean, may, maybe uh, for some for people, like, maybe, maybe they cut, maybe the hot take is cut off at five. <laughs> Maybe after that, it's a hot take. Not for no, me. I, I just think I, I, I that, that was. You have the Sean Watson ahead of Derek Carr. Oops. At is that, plus twenty five hundred. Is this a list of people who might play next season, or just? I don't even want to get in. They have Deshaun Watson yeah. ahead of ahead of Jamar Chase. Well, I mean, I guess if he plays, I mean, look, a quarterback is always going to get the 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 look there. Benefit first. Of the doubt. So, sure. like, yeah, if you've got a guy that comes in and takes somewhere like the Browns and turns them around, like, yeah, there, there's probably going to be some decent betting odds there. The but the the majority of the betting odds, I'm looking at the top ten as anybody that can come in and and potentially win it. So I don't think anybody in the top ten is necessarily a hot take. That's all. I mean, that's just me. I think it's a solid take. I think it's a pretty uh, probably you could you know get after it with that one. But I don't know. all right. Um, anything else you guys got for this week? Ed, did you watch any wrestling? Hmm? I didn't. No. Um, do you have anything to say about the way that this transfer of ownership or whatever that's wild, ain't it? It's weird. It's weird. It's going over to it's going over to Stephanie McMahon, but then all of a sudden last week, who's Triple also, H who's also disassociated herself from the WWE. Yeah, Brock Lesnar is back. Um didn't didn't John Cena come back too? John Cena is coming back too. He also has done more make the wish. Uh, wishes than anybody ever make a wish. Um, then also, I don't know if you heard Triple H walked back into the training facility and said he's back. I thought he couldn't compete. 
He's taking like, he's taking the company by storm. I you thought he was going to take Ed, the company when Vince stepped Ed, down. You talked about a but, hostile takeover. You think that Triple H taking the WWE wouldn't be a hostile takeover? Hundred percent. But that's, I, I thought he medically couldn't compete anymore. I thought Ed. he couldn't either. Yeah, like he's I thought, going, like that was like real life. Series. He put his like, boots down inside the ring during WrestleMania. Going to take it over. I know, but I, I thought he couldn't like for real, for real. Like, he's going well, neither, to die neither in the ring. And take it over. Um, I also saw, and I didn't read too much into it, so this might be me causing rumors. Um, but I also saw on some Wrestling Insider Facebook pages, um, that apparently a former female referee, um, also accused Vince McMahon of this many years ago. Whatever's whatever, uh, man. I mean, the whole thing's a mess. It's all very strange. Those are the Blue Ridge Mountains back there. Blue Ridge Mountains. So that was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Ed has not done his AEW minute for what, weeks, two, two months. three. It's four? been almost a because year I did WWF last week. That's not fair. That's yeah. not fair. They haven't it been WWF fair. in that over a decade. Count. Over a WWE. decade. I'm sorry, WWE. Yep. Get a writer, pay the price. Um, but Ooh, yeah, brother. <laughs> I did have my, I did have Parker watching the, or not Parker Bryce watching old Hulk Hogan videos. Can't even get his kid's name it. straight. Yeah, he can't. Well, he got, he got beat by him in the front yard, so I don't even know if he's allowed to address him without saying Mister. Disowned him. Name. Disowned him, Mister Parker. To you, yeah, 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 Mister Parker, Mister Parker M. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are the absolute worst. You're right. You hitched your wagon yeah, We are the best. Number one. But number that two. was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. We thank you for spending your evening with us. One number twos. Your time with us wherever you are listening to us. Uh, we, we do appreciate it. Get it out of here. And I'm that trying to look at myself. Uh, but yeah. join us back here. That's a next banana teabagging on my head, Ed. Next, Get rid of it. Next week. <laughs> next week, Tuesday, 9.15 p.m. We'll see you. Hopefully we have some special guests next week. We'll see what happens with TBT. Till then, see you next time. Come on. Bye-bye. See ya.